Welcome to Money Lab Live. This is the second time I'm doing this, and I don't know. I, I, I kind of like it so far. Uh, if you're in the chat right now, please just tell me who you are. Tell me where you're from. I want to give you a shout out. Thank you, everyone, for joining me live today. We have uh, Brendan Hufford's going to come on in a second to talk about this Google mess. I don't know. Is it a mess? We'll stop. We'll find out. Um, I want to know how your sites did, by the way, if you do have websites and you were affected by the Google up algorithm update, which happened, uh, when was it? Uh, December 3rd, I think was it when they announced it. And then, uh, it rolled out officially on December 4th. That's when everyone was affected apparently. And I'm just, uh, vamping for now until I get Brendan on the line. And we're going to get into it. Uh, we have a bunch of, I did some research. I did some, uh, you know, to find out exactly who got hit. I want to know if you got hit. So like in the chat, let me know. Um, we got Guido. We got Josh. We got James from Palm Beach. West Palm Beach. We have Dream Reality. Uh, we have Nathan. We have a bunch of people on today. This is great. Um, appreciate you guys all being here. Jan from Munich. Cheers. Prost. Right. Is that, I think I, I think that's correct. Um, we have everyday home repairs. That's awesome. From Illinois. Thank you so much for joining again, just waiting for uh, Brennan to get here. But in the meantime, I'm just making sure that he can actually jump on this. Cause this is the first time, um, he's ever using this. I'm assuming. Um, so uh, let's get into it then. Let's start. Let's start getting into it. I want everyone to in the chat, if you can, just tell me if you were affected by this. We're gonna go. Here's how we're gonna work this. So, you know, as we go through this, um, I'm gonna go over a bunch of articles that I found, and go over what happened to my sites. Go go over how to improve the existing sites that we have compared to like, you know, what went on with all the with the update. And then after that, Q&A. And I have some, you know, things planned, some little, you know, things to do here, uh, some segments. And I also want to know what you think of this platform, what you think of, um, and I got Brendan joining right now, as a matter of fact. Um, Brendan, can you hear me? He's in the green room. And I'm assuming I'm going to... Uh, Add him in. Brennan, can you hear me? I can. I'm just trying to get you in my headphones. Awesome. I, if anybody can hear it, um, I have... I'm switching cameras real quick. And I'm going to assign him to guest one. And there he is. How are you, man? I'm good. I'm quite well. How are you? Uh, I'm all right. You know, 2020. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. But uh, the... Uh... The homebrewing stuff looks like. Sorry, we're just like no shooting crap right now. Look, looks great. Uh, yeah, stressful. I'll tell you that. Really, forty, day, 40 days about that. You made it look like very, made it look very not stressful. Well, you know, it's you when you do video editing and um, you only put out the things on social media that you want people to see. You know, I don't put out yeah. pictures of me waking up uh in the morning and being um, you know, stressed to the max and. Yeah, man. What's stressing you out? Google algorithm updates? Yeah. 
No, <laughs> if I'm being honest, no, I, 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 I'm not stressed out by, I, I, obviously we were on a, a live stream with Miles Beckler uh, a couple days ago. I kind of had it going when I was making breakfast and it's, you know, I, I actually didn't know about it. Somebody had emailed me and said, Hey, uh, is your sites down? Are your sites like all destroyed? And I'm like, what? And I went, my first move is to check analytics because yeah. I'm like, well, if there's traffic coming, I'm, I'm, ha I'm fine. Um, and I looked at my traffic and it seemed fine. I didn't, if, if anything, it was a little up, but not by like a ton. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't think I was affected. And then I went into HRS today before to kind of prepare for this show and, and noticed that actually I'm doing really well in the SERPs. Mm -hmm. across all my sites so i mean money lab doesn't really rely too much on seo but it did super well so i don't know did you did you see anything like i mean you you don't do you have any actual like authority sites or it's just seo for the rest of us.org by the way yeah so the yeah dot org yeah uh because dot com isn't available and also dot org felt better it felt like community so i was like oh we'll go with ah, that. i thought it was just like um, a, i thought it was an seo play Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I, I need, I knew I needed, I didn't know. So I, there was a study a while ago that was like, in terms of trust, what has the most trust in mm -hmm. .com and .co have the most trust, which mm -hmm. I thought was pretty cool. Um, and then Oregon net follow that. Yeah. I just was like, do I do, I, I made my, I had an old jujitsu website that was a .net and I was just yeah. like, I don't really care if I have to choose between the two. I want to go community. So we'll go .org. And you didn't, so we why not .biz? <laughs> dot info dot dot pizza <laughs> yeah dot what a dot ninja dot guru those are all real you can there, have all there's a dot sucks and i so just wanted to like troll my friends and just buy i mean there was 200 dollars domain so i was like no but i was just gonna make like my friends and just everything is dot sucks and then just send them like this web page just telling them how much they suck <laughs> Just have it forward to like their their Instagram or their Twitter yeah, yeah. and just be like, yeah, it's just a short link for your social media now. There you go. Um, um, so, yeah. So, I, yeah, you asked me, do I have SEO for the rest of us.org look like the reason I podcast so heavily and I've leaned into YouTube and everything else is because, frankly, a lot of the SEO podcasts are two dorks talking about canonical tags and scrapers and stuff. Is that going like, to be us today? I hope not. <laughs> I hope not. That's why okay. I started it because you and I feel the same way about a lot of this stuff. Yeah. Um, but with enough room to like learn from mm -hmm. each other. And then, so I knew podcasting was great. And then YouTube, like you've, you've probably looked at the search results around YouTube. Like half of them are like watching a, anything SEO related on YouTube. It's like watching a wet blanket, you know, and it's just like no personality. They're just like yelling random things and it's, yeah. ugh, it's so bad. So I was like, I, I want to do those. SEO for the rest of us dot that website will probably never rank for things. Not when like Neil Patel can buy Uber suggest and get 200,000 right. backlinks overnight, you know, like I can't compete with that. Right. And you don't even want to try. No, nah, it's not where I want to put my energy and my like emotional investment. I do have other stuff. Um, but you have a community, you... right? Like a, a huh? community of people who are doing SEO mm -hmm. and I'm sure they have their, I'm sure they've said stuff about like, oh, my sites got hit. You know, like, what do I do? You know, so I do have like small niche sites. I haven't put a lot of work into them. Sure. I thought so in the end of 2019, I thought my future, I was going to stay at a small agency that was primarily web design, lead the SEO team there. 
And then the way I was going to have something to talk about was to have these niche sites that I was growing. Right. And then I went to work at an agency where we did SEO for like some of the world's biggest software companies and all state insurance. And I was like, oh, I need to focus on this. I can talk about those things. Yeah. Um, so now I talk about that. And the niche sites have just kind of sat. Uh, they didn't get hit in the algorithm update, but I can tell you for fact uh, that a lot of the people whose sites did get hit are just like garbage affiliate sites. And I don't mean garbage like you didn't put time and effort into it. I mean, like when when a human looks at it, it's it's just not it's not it's bad. a brand like yeah. there's nothing human about it. And I was like, hey, you know, I looked at a couple people's sites who they were like, hey, my traffic got hit pretty good. And I'm like, you know, you're writing you're spinning up a thousand posts on like best acrylic eyeliner for 20 year olds. And it's like, is that really? Wait, where can I find that? Sorry. <laughs> we're gonna start we're gonna get some guy liner and start a band yeah why not um make it the 80s again 100 percent. hey man it was not that long ago i feel like i was i was very i was very close to uh treading into guy liner territory were, uh, do, were you like a nine inch nails fan no but very uh like a lot of my chemical romance oh got it okay because i was just watching a uh i didn't even know the show existed on on netflix called sonic song exploder where he just like I think it's a I think it was a podcast and he goes into like individual songs and like it's like a do little documentary series and they did one about Nine Inch Nails and I don't know what just reminded me of it. I watched it last night I was it was great I loved it I loved like every episode um, that's that's, cool. that's for yeah. another time but yeah so I'm I'm curious uh, how much research you've done into this update and how much that you sort of like concern yourself with being on the precipice of SEO doing what you do what do you mean being on the precipice like cutting edge meaning you're just on it like your fingers on the pulse of of mm, the seo mm -hmm. world right would you you would say that uh ish i will always be an outsider in my industry forever because there are people who just sit and they wake up in the morning and they check the rank trackers and they check the serp volatility mm -hmm. and they're just very like industry focused yeah. Whereas I'm like, I lean a lot more, I would argue, in like your direction of like make something cool, make a brand that matters for SEO. I think long term, as the algorithm continues to evolve, all of these. So here's what I saw like sites that got hit were like super thin garbage affiliate websites where you picked up a ton of traffic because you had a bunch of long tail craziness and 400 blog posts. And it's not that you need links, but like, Nobody is ever going to link to like 400 posts that are just thin affiliate link, right. you know, posts. So best of top 10, top 20, like your whole website is that like you were ranking just by luck that nobody else was competing. And Google was like, hey, we think these other things are better now and your stuff tanked. Like, it's OK. It'll come back. Um, so thin affiliate sites, people who were doing that thing where they would buy expired domains for the links and then like like redirect them to bigger websites. Oh. Um I saw people like those got hit cuz Google for some reason the yeah, algorithm no was like shit. We're not Well that's what I'm saying like it's things like that where it's like you knew what you're doing like yeah. you know <laughs> yeah. you're gaming like, this How did I get Come hit? On. It's like yeah. you knew. You knew. It's How are fine. you where are you where are you at now with backlinks? I know we we we've, we've kind of gone back and forth with it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but where are you stand today? Is it has it changed? Man, you know, what I what I share and teach inside SEO for the rest of us, it's no secret. Um, 
is I feel when I like really start focusing on search intent, meaning like let's yeah. take a copywriting, get in their head type of way of thinking about this. They're Googling these words. What do they really want? They're trying to change their life. Like let's right. get deep about it. And then, cause when you hit that, when you, when you're writing a blog post and you don't have that thin opener, but you're like, you really, somebody reads it and they're like, oh, like I'm home. These are my people. Right. That's, this is what I want. Yeah. So I, I want, when I double down on search intent, there's a lot of searches that are like link intent where the person is looking for a resource to cite. Right. And it is without a doubt having those five to 10 articles. There's a blueprint, I think, for it. And then there's also like within your industry, other things. Mm -hmm. But like having those five to 10 articles, like they're going to build links from like authority sites that you can never spammy outreach them into linking to you. But, you know, the New York Times is like, well, we're writing this article about uh, how more people have bought pools during the yeah. pandemic because you right. can't go anywhere. Right. So we're looking at pool statistics. Well, here's a website all about swimming pools and they have these cool statistics. Let's link to them. Like you could never ask for a link from the New York Times, but they might. Right. If you're ranking number one for like pool statistics, or, I mean, you know what I mean? Something. But that's the like, that's the sort of the, the flywheel effect as you start to really hone in on your SEO skills and you're really just your writing skills, right? And you're, and your ability to choose the correct keywords because it's very easy to choose the wrong ones. It's so because it, oh, you, okay. you see you're you're blinded by this idea that like wow this keyword gets like a million searches a month and it yep. the keyword difficulty is low and you're like okay I'm gonna write an article and then the next step I think that you have to take and something that I've started to look at I'm really kind of honing the skill even more to update my course which is like. How do you look at the keyword now? Sure, it's got high, you know, search volume, great. It's got low difficulty, even better. But who's already ranking? Look at that. Because if you're noticing like Amazon, you know, all these other e-com retailers, you're like, "Wait a minute. If I jump into this fray, I'm not like I may rank one day like you could. You could outrank all of them." But you're Mm -hmm. fighting a, a bigger uphill battle because it's very obvious that Google has figured out that the people who are searching for this want to buy shit and they just want to buy it immediately. So then you have to get a little more granular with like, you know, uh, best or review or adding something to it that, you know, is the searcher's intent to find out mm -hmm. like if they want to buy something as opposed to like, no, I'm already ready to buy. And so I've oh, been finding that a lot uh, it, with, with Swim University and Brew Cabin and all these sites. Like I always go after the big keyword because I'm striving for that and I will always continue to do that. But I may actually be optimizing for like this longer tail keyword kind of within the post so that I do have my chance if Google's like like this. I mean, you're seeing a lot of like e-com sites um, getting hit, right? Mm -hmm. um, which is what I want to jump into in a second. But it's like, well, maybe that that kind of paves the way for the kind of content that I'm writing, right? So I never want to, you know, shortchange myself when I'm creating content to be like, okay, well, I'm just going to focus on the long tail. Like, I'm not even going to try to, like, strive for the big keyword or whatever. Uh, and I feel like when I when I do that, it, it works. Like, I, I always rank for the small keyword. 
and if I and I could perhaps give myself an opportunity to rank for the big one, you know, at the same time. You know, the the thing I always think about is Google's number one product, the way they make most of their revenue is with ads. Yes. The reason people click ads is because they trust the organic results, not because they trust the ads or whatever. They trust Google because the organic results are good. But if you start having a worse and worse experience Googling things, um, yeah. there was a great article about a guy recently Googling like our blueberries bad for cats or something. And it was just like the most garbage SEO articles. Like none, none of the first page even answered that question. They all said they did. But then it was like blueberries are a great antioxidant, like just all that garbage yeah, just, in yeah, there. Whatever. Like, just and he's just talking about how like, yeah, it's all becoming homogenized because people mm -hmm. are like, well, this is what's ranking. So I have to write about this. Right. right. This is what I have to do. Um, and I tend to think a lot more of, well, look, if I can only let's say we'll use like even numbers, this search gets a thousand per month. But to rank for it, I have to write something like super generic and bland. Yeah. And the thousand, you know, thousand people, let's say half of them click it. So that's 500. And then you rank first. So you only get 30% of that. So 150 people per month actually come through. Yeah. And none in one or two of them convert. Right. right or what, yeah. One or two of them convert. And you're like, wow. I So we went from a thousand to like one person signed up for my email list real quick. Or I could write the thing that I want to write, not the thing that like only serves me that's still going after the same thing. Sure. And maybe I only get 15 people, but it's so good that five of them opt in. Right. You still have more. So yes. I think that there's some room to play there. And I, I do think over time, I think that's my, the manifesto I'm coming to is like over time, Google is going to trend towards better results. As soon as they can find a better metric than what they call like entities, which is like the nouns and verbs that we use, the, mm -hmm. the word in the article. As soon as they can find something better than entities and backlinks to define authority and how good it is, they will. Because they know it's not great and they know it's they're on a ticking clock of like how long right. we're gonna put up with that kind of system, you know? I mean, there's, I know, I know I've talked to, um, Morty, I believe at Rank Ranger has this great mm -hmm. article about, um, the idea that now Google can look at your website from a like from like a robot like a robot human. It's an AI, right? Where they're like mm -hmm. looking at your website and they're evaluating the quality of not just the page that you're on, but like it starts to like profile your entire website, right? And so for me, that was something that when I when I read that, it was a couple of years ago. I think he wrote that, and he was like, it's, "This is where it's going because obviously, like." And I actually have this link pulled up because I remember I heard um, Miles talk about this um, search quality evaluator guideline thing that that Google put that out. Huge! That it's like a monolith. It's so big. Yeah, and that's what they. I guess it's like the manual, like the handbook they give to their employees that mm -hmm. do have to do these manual checks of websites to make sure that the quality is good. They're definitely taking that and trying to turn that into like an AI system that can that can mm -hmm. do that kind of work. That. That makes so much sense to me, right? Oh, Morty's at Wix now, by the way. I thought he was at Yeah, I, thought... I know. Oh, okay. I work I, I work with Wix a little bit too on content okay. stuff. So it, I mean that's the thing we said forever is like Wix is bad at SEO. And they're like, no, no, no. We're actually like, we heard you. We were bad and we're oh. not anymore. Can you help us? And it's like, yeah. Hmm. All right, that's good. So and anyways, interesting. But, but yeah, like I, I I think that's where it's headed. And it's and it's just like and then, you know, actually what's so crazy is like, I've heard the acronym EAT, 
you know, EAT. Mm-hmm. And I've heard the your money, your life thing, but I never, I, you know, I don't really, to be honest, like I don't follow the SEO stuff. Like I'm not at like, when the when an update comes out, I don't find out until somebody emails me and says, did your website die? I'm like, no. Uh, and because I never really worry about it. Like I don't ever like, you know, I, I just, for some reason, I always feel like my sites are kind of bulletproof. And I, I'm saying that now, you know, like, Mm-hmm. Friggin' March core update. Matt no longer yeah, has a I mean, show. But like you still are doing the things that makes them better for humans. Like you're super early on like site speed mattering, right? And yeah. like you have your own theme and your own site, like page speed for bloggers. Like you have all of these own your own things. Like you you are the you're like Wayne Gretzkying this of like, I see where it's go like the puck's gonna go. Mm. And I'm going there. Versus But I've been I feel like I've been doing that since like Ever since Corbett Barr had said that, like in 2008, he said like, um, you know, write epic shit was his whole like mantra. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. oh my, yeah, duh. Like what, like, of course that's where Google's going, right? Google's mm-hmm. not going to um, sit there and reward people who are like me, who have, who keep these like super ridiculous spreadsheets of me just like writing the same article over and over again and, and getting backlinks from these like random, uh, you know, yeah. Yeah, easy in articles, you know, directories. Like yeah, they're, they're clearly not going to reward that. And it's like, yeah, what Google's entire business model is based around is serving up relevant content that people actually enjoy. And so it's, you know, maybe back in the day, yeah, it was like that was their whole mechanism. It was like votes. You know, we needed backlinks for the votes. And we need, you know, if Home Depot or New York Times is linking to this article, it's probably pretty good because we trust the New York Times. But nowadays it's like, I think there's, I mean, now that the internet's so incredibly saturated and so there's so much more than there was back then, Google had to kind of like figure out how to basically mm-hmm. hire a human being to look at websites and go, yay or nay, right? And I, and I think they're doing this with their, um, with their algorithm, with their, um, not their algorithm, but with their AI. And you can actually, I know you can actually tap into it. I forget what it's called got a name do you remember it natural you know what the natural language for like processing the nlp yeah i think that's it you can you can dump stuff in there they also have an api uh yes. with like clear scope taps into their api and a couple right. maybe phrase and a couple other places yeah uh, market muse but like I, to your point yeah i i don't know i'm i'm very torn on it just because i get the game that some of these that some people play mm-hmm. with seo i get it but i also again like you know what you're doing you know that you're again like you're on the ticking clock you have a finite timeline if you're just following like something the other thing is too like i've led agency teams like i've built two seo teams at agencies and worked with clients that paid us 30 to forty-five thousand dollars a month for seo like you burn out humans churning out that garbage content. Right. I can tell you from the creator side, nobody likes making that. Nobody. Writers well, are freelance. Well, Writers I are mean, hard to keep staff. Like yeah, nobody likes doing how, outreach for it. Like it's bad. But then how do you like explain people who, who teach that shit? It's like I you know, like I don't know. I, I just feel like every that's what everybody asks me is like, how do you hire writers? And then I, you know, I, I'm like, my the way that I do it is was so organic it was so like i wasn't hiring writers i mean i did in the past and i was mm-hmm. hiring you know people who were smarter than me you know it's like yeah and that, you know and i was like okay well 
And then people would like, well, how, you know, they would never ask me how much, but when I told them like, here's what you would roughly pay for an article, they're like, no, no, no. Oh yeah. And they're like, I'm just going to go, can yeah, I'll just make it for 25 bucks. Can yeah, I get I'm just going to for... go to Upwork. You know, it's like, yep. okay, like you're going to lose. And, and the whole thing is like, for me, it was that, that was the whole, like, I'm not going to hire a writer ever again. I can't. I don't know. I mean, I say I say that now. Maybe I'm 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 wrong, but like, I'm writing the stuff. There's I'm not doing it as often, but it's like, no one's gonna care as much as me, right? It's mm -hmm. like, and 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 the thing is, is, I've had to shift my mind into I'm not building a media company anymore. I can't be doing that. I'm building a and like I don't I don't know what to call it, but like, art company. <laughs> I don't like. I'm yeah, you. To... I mean, we've come a long way from like we had a conversation that I remember very vividly a couple of years ago where I was we were talking about like Vox and like other yeah. media companies. And it was like you were building that. And I was looking like I had my photography business website and I was building out. A, I wanted to build one on like I love camping and the outdoors. I want to build one on that. And like it was like, let's put together the portfolio. And then you're like, you know, you really look at things and you had things happen in your life. I've had things happen in my life where it's just like is that what I want? Like I have a right. finite amount of time here. Is that what I want for myself? And I think we've both kind of decided no. No. Yeah. So it's like, all right. And, but you're right. When you do hire writers, I've had those conversations with so many software companies where they're like, hey, we want to have a writer to write about this. And here's the thing too that people don't understand about Google is you're right. It's not just the like, it can understand your website or even articles. It can look at like their AI based on what it knows about a topic can look at a, a passage and be yeah. like, mm, you're full of crap. That's not true. Like, yeah, I can tell you're writing from an uneducated point of view, just the way you're you like, you're, you're using the words a little bit off. You're not saying things like it knows and it can tell. So when you come from a place of non-authority, like it can tell. So if you're going to hire a writer, you, you kind of have to pay for people that know it. Yeah. Not just a generic, well, you know, I, like we, Go I ahead. think it's I think it's really interesting to be like to think about it as not um I'm like if you just assume that Google is the is a god, right? It's a it's a it's a it's a human god. Right? Continue. Go go with then it. Then it's like you want to write content for God, right? You want to write content that's not gonna piss the gods off, right? I don't know. I feel like there's something there, but it's like, you can't bullshit for something that already knows. Yeah. You can't bullshit an all knowing being. Right. It's like, right. and I feel like if you're trying to do that, you're losing because you're never going to be as smart as Google. It, and it leads to like just all sorts of unhealthy things where you, you have this garbage content. Mm -hmm. Let's say it ranks, right. Sure. You have enough. Course, site yeah. Authority. Cause it definitely happens. It ranks. Sure. And then, you get into situations and I can see this on the back end of working with companies where it's like, Hey, we put a heat map on the blog mm -hmm. because nobody, we didn't feel like anybody was converting. People are only reading 17% of this article. Right. So let's put one of those, let's put a CTA at, at like right above the fold CTA. Yep. And then at 17%, we'll have a slide in opt in, <laughs> come in from the side. And then we'll have the exit intent pop up in case they go to leave. Yeah. And you're like in the, but the problem is it's a broken way of thinking because the, the real answer should be like, how do I just get people to read more than 17% of this? Right. Right. And that's a hard, that's a hard metric to like, that's a hard metric to, you can't just put a, a heat map on there and go, Oh, my writing sucks. You know what I mean? It doesn't yeah, well, tell you that. 
But when you're churning out that like generic stuff that algorithm updates tend yeah. to just destroy, um, you can tell, right? Like you're trying to write about like industrial IoT or some sort of like DevOps or something. And it's just things that were frankly above my head a year ago. Mm -hmm. um, but you have somebody writing about it and they're putting all the right words there. But if any like actual person industrial engineer right. or yeah developer looked at it they would be like, like what are you doing <laughs> written by a child like yeah. who'd you get to write this right. but it um, ranked so yeah i want to jump over to the screen here because i want to go over the actual update and what we've learned from the update and then i want to jump into how to fix it because i feel like we're heading there now of like mm -hmm. you know we know how to fix it or we at least know we know how to like future proof our websites right and mm -hmm. so, like, I just kind of want to give everyone, like, a clear picture of what just happened. Because I feel like even I'm a little bit confused about what just happened. And I well, so, they don't they now no longer tell you they used to, Google used to be like, hey, we're kind of looking at this and we're kind of looking at that. And here's some like ideas. I feel like the last couple updates, they're like, this is the December 2020 update he, to fix your website, make it better. Thanks, Google. Like, well, there, well, there is no fix. Yeah, so Google does have, uh, and I do have a link to this. They do have, um, like, an actual checklist of, like, things you should be asking yourself about your website. Right? Sure, but I think it's not as targeted as, like, all the, the named ones, right? Like, the, the panda and the hummingbird and all of those types of things. I think really went after, like, yeah. very specific things. Or even the medic update in 2018, where it was, like, <sighs> that, yeah, when, like, all the health sites basically, you know got hit and, but again and, and like more. yeah but they knew what they you know you're writing about uh to use miles example like you're writing about essential oils and how it cures diabetes and right. like all these other like you knew you you knew that whatever i'm trying to think of something like curcumin or or whatever turmeric or whatever it's called like you knew yeah. that that didn't actually cure any diseases like goop. you're saying you're, what you're describing is yeah. like why is goop not com being completely like uh demonetized like how is that how is that still a, i mean i know i know i'll tell you what i know very little about it besides like i know they sell dumb stickers that are healing stickers so i know it's like fake <laughs> but yet it's it's when the paltrow so it must rank right it has to rank it's one of those weird things but yeah they do tell you some things i just feel like i i guess personally like maybe this is like an in the industry thing like i wish it was a little more specific yeah i understand um, what you're saying but i don't even think they like I know this is, sounds silly, but Google's hired consultants to look at their algorithm because they change it and it does things. And they're like, we don't, we don't really know why it did that. Like it, it was supposed to do this and right. it kind of did the other thing. And they, so that there's a, like, when we say this is an algorithm, like this is a, it's beyond very, them, right. Yeah. Like this is, this is one of the most valuable companies in the world. This yeah. is their core product. So right. it is not a it is not a simple thing to like reverse engineer it. However, yeah, let's look at this. So what I looked at was like the winners and losers of this because I think that's mm -hmm. obviously very telling. And I was a little confused by the way that they they um, structured this particular article. But they say the most effective most affected industries were health, real estate, and law and government. But they didn't say how affected they were. They were just affected. So when I scroll down to here. These are the industries that won, right? That did really well, which was, yeah. again, business and industrial. Like, what the hell is that? <laughs> like the most generic thing. 
uh, internet and telecom. There's no way telecom is doing well nowadays. Like, come on. In inter and internet. <laughs> internet. Yeah. Super information, super highway. Beauty and yeah. fitness, which is a surprising one. Um, because that I think fitness tends to kind of like fall into health a little bit. Um and that's weird. It, it is one of those things, like this is something I've been on people a lot lately, is they they're like, Well, I want to write what I want to write about. But I don't think it fits. And I think we're seeing websites. We're not seeing it. We've known this for a little bit. But Google continually wants you to fit into a box with your website. Yeah. Don't talk about six different things. If you want to, you can. Dude, but I like that is it the, might be I, hard to rank that to me. That was the biggest. That was a huge revelation many years ago for me that had nothing to do with what Google wanted. It was just like when I sat down and thought about some university, I, I was I was I read this book called Traction by I think, mm -hmm. Gino Wickman. Am I right about that? I don't know the author, but it's been recommended to me a lot. I'm familiar. I literally just read the I read the whole book, but I actually did the exercise of the first chapter. And I am not one to do exercises. <laughs> I'm not doing homework. I mean, I'm, not far, doing beyond, school. I'm far beyond that. Um, but yeah, that like and I never did that in the first place. But I actually <laughs> did end up doing that exercise and might have been one of the most helpful exercises I ever did, which was getting very focused and clear on the idea that what do you do? Like, like, what is your website? Tell like, I should be able to say it in one, like one sentence. Not like if you look at something like HuffPost or like, you know, actually news sites are the ones that got hit really hard. I think it's because like, they're not right about very focused, right? Like you right? can't be an authority. The problem is with news, like they still try to have the, that evergreen side to it, right? Yeah. And it's like, well, you, you can't be evergreen in beauty, but also evergreen in sports, but also like all these different things. Like right. the, the rise, I always look at whenever I want to figure out what's going to happen with SEO, I always mentally try to look at YouTube and I listen to the things mm -hmm. YouTubers are complaining about that are difficult for them. And I think like, all right, if that, if that's the mindset in a like platform where they control the whole ecosystem, right? Like they can see views and session time. Like they know all the metrics that make a good video. I love that about YouTube. Is it in some ways yeah. it is very democratic because it's like, well, I know, I know the things to do, right? It's yeah. not like Google. We're kind of still guessing. Um, right. But yeah. YouTube the metrics on YouTube is, is unbelievably great. I love that. And it's, it's almost always, I mean, we can argue like whether watch time and session time is a good metric for humans. Sure. But videos that people are awful or like when Brendan used to go on for four minutes about his credentials at the beginning of a video because he didn't feel good about himself. <laughs> right. Like, and you see people just drop after eight yeah. seconds. It's yeah. like, well, stop it. Just give them what they want. Right. Like, the, right. but that's a good lesson to learn. Well, I'm um, learning that with this too. It's like I'm yeah. I'm paying very close attention to that to those dips in YouTube for this for this show in particular because yeah, I have a, you know, 10-second intro video that is who cares? It's it's just a song that I wrote and whatever. It's yeah. like it doesn't matter. And then yeah, it's like I'm vamping and just kind of talking about like, you know, who's on the who's on the um, you know, chat, tell me where you're from. Like people are just like, uh, what is this? Instead of like jumping right into it. But then, you know, I do think that there is value to that. I just don't know where it falls. And I'm just still slowly trying to figure that out. And it's like yeah. the whole it's the whole thing about community, too, because that to me is what's really powerful about YouTube and can be very powerful about YouTube. If you decide to go that route, I believe that there is something to it. I'm testing it out kind of like on my own, basically, like as fast as I can respond to comments and seeing if that 
has any sort of effect anywhere else. Mm. Um, but in, in, in to kind of go back to this, um, like that was a surprising one, but a surprising, but then also not surprising, right? Like it says that online communities won, but then if you scroll down, that's the biggest losing domain. It's I, I had to look it yeah. up because there is one. So there is one fluctuation. Yeah, there's one forum out there that competes with uh, one of my websites, and I won't even give them the uh, the, the the no name plug. No curse. Yeah, Be- only because like I I I feel there's a lot of animosity towards me. Um, and I was like, "Ooh, I wonder if they are part of this hit." And it, they, I looked at Ahrefs, and it didn't seem like they got hit at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's like because it can be. That's the problem with this. Like, that's the problem with the idea of democracy on the internet nowadays. There's a lot of people say whatever the fuck they want to say, and that becomes fact somehow, right? Yeah, because you own a website. Because you own a website. Like, look what happened to uh, what was it? Um, who's the red, what yellow bracelet guy? I can't remember. Why can't I think of it? Like, strong. Like, remember that site was like super huge, and then they got they got Taking big over. time hit. Yeah, but they were trying like, to write. They were they were just they did what uh you know like Doctor Axe did uh, in health, where it was like, well we we can kind of just rank for anything. Let's just write it all. Yeah. Let's just write articles about everything, and then you get hit, and it's like, oh yeah, like I mean, did you ever read any of the articles on Livestrong? the actual worse yeah. they were real bad right and it's like well when you get hit it's like what did you anyway the problem Good is because that metric of like site authority is still so important um and yeah some of these so some of these categories i think are a little confusing um especially things like shopping and Explain. stuff like what is that so just what like you... amazon and yeah e-com? so that's when we were talking with miles it was like i'm like did amazon get hit and apparently no but I mm-hmm. know that, like, I don't know if Google has any sort of relationship with Amazon uh, or if they're like, no, we have our own thing and we want to, you know, but the, people want Amazon. Like, that's what they want. Right. So if, if that's what they want, that's what Google's going to serve up. I don't know what shopping means. And, and earlier in the comments before we actually went live, I was kind of having a, a discussion about, well, what what does that actually mean? Is that an e-com issue or is that a review site issue? Right. Is it, you know, like if I'm like, again, like I had talked about this idea of ranking for uh, a keyword, like, let's just say hot tub covers as an example. Right. Mm-hmm. If you actually tried to rank for hot tub covers, like you are going to get a bunch of e-com sites to buy to buy a hot tub cover. But it's mm-hmm. probably more likely I would imagine I would imagine this. It's more likely that people are probably searching for like where they can buy one you know, maybe, maybe a review, but they're not typing in best. They're not typing in review. Cause it's like, what do you review? You know, who's going to review? There's so many to review. So I'm wondering if Google is sort of rewarding the review sites over the, the e-com sites, because it's like, let the, let the democracy of the internet, um, decide and review your products and then they can link to them. But then I don't know if that makes any sense either. So do you see anything about like what shopping actually means? I, so yeah, I don't, I guess I just kind of like generically look at it as e-com. And then like, even when I was like digging in and looking at 
different things. Like what they consider to be shopping by category is very weird, right? It includes yeah. eBay, but it also includes Getty Images is shopping. Yeah, look, I mean, Getty was a like, huge... you know, like Alibaba. So it's, I don't know. Yeah, like basically is wire cutter shopping? Right, but it's on New York Times now. So is that news? Like I know, yeah. I know they're technical SEO person. Like that's yeah. Those types of things I think are interesting. Other like you know, even if you look at it, this looks. So I love this article from SEM Rush for some reason. Some of them I think it's the most insane thing ever because it's like it looks at what they these like top yeah like let's look at what you pulled up here like lost positions and gained positions in the top ten like wait yellow pages lost thirty four positions that's not a lot that's not that's like the biggest loser like i'm very confused like it seems like almost nothing happened if they only lost like 34 keywords and on like, let's be honest like pages. this should have lost the yellow pages i mean give me a white, white but they said white pages won, and i'm like looking i'm like all right are we looking at like is there a different <laughs> internal linking structure is yeah, there a different know. like ctas yeah and they it say is, ebay won, and that's considered shopping it's confusing I, so this is an SEO industry thing where I feel like we do a lot of work to say nothing. Like they just wanted <laughs> to be the web. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh, I was looking at this and this is what won. And what's this? Look at what Google's doing in the search results today. And then they have this new thing. And it's like, who focus on your work, man? Like, what are you doing? So, okay, let's let's move to that because, um, <laughs> you know, I read this article too from Search Engine Land. It was mm -hmm. basic, basically just like kind of going over the same old, same old, which is, you know, this happens all the time. And mm -hmm. at the end of the day, you can go through all of this data. You can look at all of it and go like, okay, yeah, sure, fine, whatever. They did an update, but I'm, an update. there's like and actually then, nothing. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, this is, this is all that matters. What do you do if you're hit? You know? Yeah. Or like, you can look at what the, what the community is saying, which is like, yeah, a lot of people are losing their organic traffic. No shit. That's the point, right? The point is like, there's a lot of crappy uh, websites out there and Google's constantly trying to weed them out, right? And so like, basically it's like, how do you make your website not crappy? Mm -hmm. Because how do you avoid, how, how, do you re how do you, somebody like me who does not really follow any of this shit, I don't really care what's what Google's coming up with because at the end of the day, I know what I'm producing is not shitty. And then, not even not shitty, but really good. Because I mm -hmm. care about everything that goes out, it, you know, not just from a holistic website perspective, but from an individual piece of content perspective, whether that's a graphic, you know, something as small as that or a or just like the words that I use. I mean, I a lot of, you know, and we can kind of jump into this because it's like I'm going to I'll link to all this stuff in the description, but I should probably keep it up so that I remember it. This, <laughs> I think, is the most important part right here. Um, and let me see if I can do one of these guys. Nice. A little bit. All right. So and this is like, I'll read these all out loud, but this is like what you have to constantly ask yourself. And, and this is, I think, directly from Google. This is not even like they came up with this. Um, this is actually from, this is this piece right here. Yeah. This is 175 pages of like the, the, the handbook that Google gives their like actual human beings who look at websites and decide whether they're quality or not. I really like to think that 
a couple of Google employees have looked at some university and have given it the, the big old thumbs up. Like, yeah, mm -hmm. this this site can stay. It you know, it's like I got in, to, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. But you got in on all the other kind of metrics, right? When people click on your link from search, mm -hmm. do they do a quick like? I don't know how you use the internet. I'm sure my the, user behavior the is very abnormal. Is that where you're going? Yeah, like I get to the page and I I do almost like a quick like I just want to see the whole thing real quick before yeah. I commit to like I just want to see if this yes. is going to be good. I'll read the intro. When they read your intro and they scroll up and down, they're like, "Oh, cool graphics. It's a brand. Oh, that was funny and that's interesting and helpful. I'm going to stay here and finish this." Yeah. Versus you go to some websites, generic, center aligned, black text, white background, product, 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 product. Yeah. Ugh, no, I, yeah. I don't want that. I want I want something that made me feel something away. So this is, I mean, the problem, like this all summarizes to like make it better, which is not I, super helpful. Like, it's not helpful. Just make it I, work fast. Just write epic shit. Oh, I, okay. I'll just do that. I've been trying to figure that out. And I think I'm going to, I'm going to try yeah. to, I'm going to try to outline my process for a few articles and give examples of that because I think that's the, that's the real issue. It's like, when he, like you can find a key, you can rank for any keyword. Like I have a plan on Money Lab, and I'm probably gonna do it in 2021. I keep saying that I'm gonna do this thing, and I've never, uh, you know, I I haven't done it yet. Which is, I want to do an experiment called SEO Impossible, where I take a really, really competitive yep. keyword, like an insane keyword that like affiliate marketing, affiliate marketing, or email marketing, or something insane, and and rank for it. You know, like. It would be unfair of me to do it through Money Lab because Money Lab, you know, I could I did this research the other day is like I'm shocked at my domain ranking. It's <laughs> it's incredibly high. I have yeah. a lot of backlinks, but they're all crazy high quality backlinks. And yeah. I didn't build a single one of them. And, and where so, do most of them point? Just to different articles. Not my homepage. I would, I would guess that in this may have been in the past so let's catch up together okay i would guess that a lot you have a lot of links pointing to like more of the the things that are just freaking i'm trying not to curse that are just like freaking interesting and yeah. like and also some of the stuff that was like satire that's not gonna rank it's but it's been like it's it's so good i only have one post on on money lab that ranks and i I'm pretty sure if we were to let's let's take a look together. If we go here and we type in podcast marketing. Yeah. That's the only post yep. that ranks. And and it's so And that's crazy the that problem is it's auto Google keeps that. saying that they they it's these things and we'll go over these things in a second. But especially within our space like you know there's a guy who I would consider to be him to be like a member of uh, the uh, the business link Illuminati. There's like four or five people, right? It's it's. I mean, I'm not. Can we name names? Like it's Ryan Robinson. It's Adam Enfroy. Adam Enfroy can go from zero to like he ranks for everything now and Why? has links from websites where I'm like, how are you getting those? How did you get 400 links from HubSpot in the last year? like that's interesting because it's all the same people they all know the people they're all right like when so they're you're basically like, created their own little farm 
Yeah, like uh, what Glenn Alsop called like the private influencer network of like when I do my link outreach, I'll do some for you too. Then you do some for me. When you guest post, you link to all my stuff, all my people link to your stuff. Mm. And they've all created these sites that all rank number one for like how to start a blog and best podcast microphones. And it's like, interesting. do, do you want to play that game? Yeah. And is that, and if you read the content, it's like generic and questionable. A hundred percent. I mean, but it ranks. I don't know. It can be this, very, but this one, I don't understand like why this, you know, like obviously I did work. This was like an afterthought was like, I hmm. wrote this article in like 2016, I think. Yeah. When um, you had driven, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yep. yeah, definitely 2016. And so like I wrote this, you know, this was my, this was my thing. This was like my whole intro, which is, it's like, I am a real person. Uh, here's here, here I am. I, yep. I, have a, I did a real podcast It re this really did happen, you know, and I'm going to tell you exactly what we thought of to get there, you know, and it is exactly that it's, I mean, it's massive. It's a big article, you know, like yeah. there's, the, there's driven the old, um, me trying to be eighties. Before that was cool. Well, I feel like I was doing that before, like, you know, such, a, such a hipster, everything before it's cool. Uh, but here's the thing. Like, this is so I, this is a, a piece and let's tie this back to the, the thing you were just talking about. Um, we can go over those kind of bullet points. Yeah. Part of this is like, is it like, it, no, my stuff is people say it like, well, my content's good, but is it though? Is it really? If a good, not a good like blogger, not a content marketer, mm -hmm. if a writer read it, would they feel that you are also a writer? And I think that's hard. Like if you're, if you're better at speaking, do podcasts. If you like editing videos, do videos. If you like writing, then SEO is, is it's still Google primarily index. It does other media too, but it's still primarily a word indexing search engine. So you have to be very good with how you write. And I think that's something I'm learning now. I've got had the privilege to work with two or three exceptional editors yeah. where hey. the final, huh? yeah, and people read it and they're like, oh my God, you're such a good writer. And I'm like, oh, that was a lot of edits and a lot of like yeah. clarity. And it's just like, you know, they're, they're using words like, hey, I, I want you to decouple these ideas and I want you to take this and I want you to expand on that because that's the thing nobody's talking about. Mm -hmm. Like you just said with that one article, this is the paragraph that actually matters, right? Right. Like a good editor would be like, let's make that the whole thing because that's what people actually want to know. But so anyways, with these things, like a big part of it is just you have to get better at the craft, the craft of writing. Like there's a reason that like all the, like the Stephen King's book on writing mm -hmm. and this like, John McPhee draft number four. Like I wanted to, I think I'm better at SEO because, because I'm trying to get yeah. better at writing. I, I can't just definitely think yeah. that's the same for me. I, I worked, I still will never consider myself a good writer and everyone, same. people can argue, people can argue it. Um, but I just have uh, hangups with it. Everybody agrees. Everybody agrees. I'm a great writer. The best. Yeah. You can ask anybody. You can, yeah. Everyone's saying, uh, so like, I, I, I think for me, it, it was like, let me write the way that I want to write, which is I, when I read 37 signals book, getting started or getting real, getting real. That was it. I was like, why did I blow through this book? Like I felt yeah. like I blew through it and I was like, and I realized that like, 
I think I read somewhere that they had edited the living shit out of that book where it was like, we didn't mm. want a single word in this book that didn't need to be there. And I was like, oh, optimization. I get that. I understand that world, right? So mm -hmm. when I wrote my last 2020 update post for just for fun, I decided to, for fun, this is an insane thing to say, to say that's fun, but I just like like pooped out all the words onto the page right just like yep. spilled it all out and then i think it was i ended up being like 4020 words or somewhere somewhere around 4000 words and i was like as a challenge to myself and to in the in the ruthless pursuit of optimization i'm going to make it exactly 2020 words cuz it was a 2020 post so that was my goal is to only have 2020 words on the post on the page without losing the context and any of the elements of the actual post. So it was just a goal of like, how can I take this, this post that's twice as long, cut it down in basically, in, I think exactly in half. And then, you know, uh, but not lose context, like not lose anything. Like I didn't like cut out full, you know, sections or anything to get there. Again, I didn't, I didn't like, you know, cause it was very easy to be like, I'm just not going to include the end. I'm just going to like cut out this half. Yeah, of you just, now. Yeah, just cut off the the last half. But you know what? That's a thing that Google can do now too, and humans do it. So I I think as much as we're talking about an algorithm, we're really talking about things humans do. Google can analyze that, like I said earlier, that uh, section. Right? It can look at your yeah. from the. We well, just saw it, right? You just saw like I typed in podcast marketing and I clicked on my article and it auto scrolled down to a section and highlighted oh, everything yeah. in yellow. It, I mean, the way those featured snippets work, and there's some yeah. ways to signal that with like div boxes and stuff like that. HubSpot's right. funny. They even call theirs like uh, HSFS in the div. Like if you look at the code, it just stands for like HubSpot featured snippet. Like, oh, I do very that too. It's hilarious. Yeah. I love it. But anyways, my point is Google can tell like in humans, like, and this is getting good at writing. If I go down to this header tag and I start there. Yes. Can I still read it? Does it still make sense or do I need all the context before and something after things like that matter, like transitions matter. And in like, I don't know, there's a lot that I'm still learning now getting again, like working with good editors about like what good writing really is. And it's kind of a hot take and, but maybe you would agree, like, especially in the world of writing about business, mm -hmm. there are not, there are so few good writers that when somebody is very good at writing, their stuff just blows up, right? Like yeah. I, Julian Shapiro has written a couple guides about demand gen and growth and stuff. And they've absolutely blown up because the writing is just, and the thinking behind it, you know, you're like, oh, this is a smart person is talking. <laughs> I will pay attention. Yeah, I, I was talking to Sean about this last week and I was saying, um, I, or was it Sean? Or I, was oh, it was, I think it was with Miles. I was talking to this about him. Uh, where mm -hmm. I, and I think he actually mentioned this on the show where he called me Neo. Like he was basically like Matt can look at, he looks at the internet differently. Like he sees the lines in the yeah. matrix. Like he understands that. And that was really flattering, but uh, you know, like I'm not Keanu Reeves that's for sure. But like no, I, none of us. What, what I find interesting about that take is I do have this thought and I I'm, I'm still always trying to figure it out. And it's not like, it's not an SEO thing anymore. Like, 
SEO for me, like when I write, of course, I'm trying to like bake in the right keywords. Like, of course, I'm going to do my research to find out like the right words to say, as opposed to like the ones that I just want to say, right? I try to avoid cursing in my articles. I mean, I do it like for punch and poignant areas and stuff. But like for me, I'm still trying to figure out and I'm I hope one day to crack it. And I hope I'm going to I hope it happens one day where I'm trying to take the hero's journey, your classic like story circle, Dan Harmon story circle, you know, uh, who's the uh, Campbell, right? Joseph Campbell's like hero's Joseph journey, Campbell. whatever. And put Stranger, that into yeah. a how-to article. How does that like, how do you draw somebody? It's kind of like what I'm assuming, and I've never read this book, but the like Zen and the art of motorcycle maintenance where, you know, it's a book about motorcycle maintenance, right? But it's not but you're like reading it cause it's like, it's kind of got another meaning and you're, you're like, why am mm -hmm. I enjoying this? And I, and I kind of want that to happen with homebrewing with, with pool care where you're like, you're reading it, but you're like, why am I still reading this? Like, this is, I'm not bored. I, I feel compelled to, to move on and, and follow what's going to, I got want to know what, how this ends. And I feel like that's a really difficult, that's a difficult thing to do. And it, and it, it requires a lot of like holistic thinking to to sort of figure out like yeah I'm not just writing a how to article anymore like anybody can do that anybody can collect that information and make that article how do yes. you take that and elevate it in some way now you may not want to do that because you run 10 different blogs about 40 different topics I don't know how that's possible but like you you know you may just not want that company and I've kind of like thought that's what I wanted. Like I wanted the Vox where I have like 10 different brands and like, they're all kind of scattered. You know, even they're slimming down, right? You, mm -hmm. They took recode and made it Vox now. So like Vox is now recode. And it's, I think it's also the fashion blog got put in there too. So it's like one we website that kind of rules them all. And, and for me, it's like, I, yeah, if I have, if I have three websites, yes, I'm writing on all of them. But every time I sit down to write, it takes me a long time and it better be great. Like it better just be elevated. And I'm in the same with this show. It's like, I'm trying to do something different. I mean, I haven't fully fleshed it out yet. I have this little ditty here that I haven't used yet. Any day now. See? <sighs> I saw you post that. That's too much. Why? I have no, I don't know why I spent an entire day doing that. Thanks for admitting it took an entire day because I was like, that's that's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know how to do any of that. I had to figure out how to use a particle expander in, in Adobe After Effects and I had to write the oh. piano line that and it couldn't be the exact piano line. So like oh, I had to course. just like pick different notes that sounded but similar. You, you know, you, you I wanna put a like a pin in this, I guess, is like yeah. like whatever, but you said like following the hero's journey. Yeah. And I think a lot of times as we're so let's take like a really crappy article about like best non-acrylic eyeliners for 20 year olds walk me through start out talking about the overwhelm you walk in you have your favorite brands but holy cow like have you been in those aisles it's like a billion different products what do i pick mm. so over start there empathize right become the guide all yeah. right i'm gonna take you through this i tried all of these things mm -hmm. all right here i put it on my wrist this is a picture of my real wrist yeah with it on there because i wanted to see what the color i don't i think that's a thing that happens sure. is like they want to see what the color looks like on their skin so we did that and all these different like 
okay. Like now you're, I'm invested in the story of it. This is why, like, if you, everybody who runs like a, a beauty blog, that's just a trashy affiliate site. Start watching some like beauty YouTube videos. Oh, yeah. Watch the journey oh, yeah. that they take you through. Understand why Jeffree Star is such a captivating character. Character, But like, so your example, two things I'll give. Number one, when I watched you set up your um, entire like garage and build it out. I was like, I, I was invested in it because I know you and everything. Yeah. But if it was bad, I'm not trying to be rude. I probably would have stopped watching it. Yeah. But like, I was in, like, you got me invested in the journey. Yeah. You used, you pulled in a couple like fun, like you showed like, uh, I forget who you were talking. Was it your, your dad that like did everything like yeah. just blueprint, like, but you showed like the phone and I yeah. was like, oh, like this, I feel like I'm there now. Like all of these things, you brought me into the story. Um, I don't know. You know fake, who Shane by the way, too. It was all faked. Well, whatever. That was like the fourth time we tried recording that conversation i, kinda, I mean you kind of knew it but like okay. I, to be fair like but it happened it, i mean like that's i mean i did talk to my dad yeah. a lot and i just needed but it was a bit visuals. of a production and i, I was yeah. willing to suspend my disbelief and not be cynical because i was just like look at how fun the story like i was enjoying it and i'll tell you what learning. that that is something as an, an example of that that was i was just documenting and this is exactly what i do at money lab i just document my entire like real life, what is happening? I get it all down on paper, and mm -hmm. then I craft the story later in editing. So like I will go into even a post that I'm doing like for this show. Like I'm this is very meta, but like there's an entire article kind of documenting my journey of creating this show and seeing how it's gonna what how it's gonna turn out and if it's gonna make any money and if it's gonna get any fans and all that stuff. And when it's all said and done. Between me and Steph, we're like, we'll look at the article and we'll reorganize things so that it does actually have stakes. It does actually have all of these like elements of a story. And that's what mm -hmm. happened with that brewery thing. It's like I was just capturing the footage. I didn't know what I was going to do with it. And then as I was sitting down to build it, like I had done the entire thing. And I'm like, there's no stakes. There's there's no reason to watch this video unless you're into homebrewing. So like, what's the thing that's gonna keep people like moving to the next chapter? And it was the 40 day thing, which is like, oh, I just, you know, that's an easy, that's an easy trope that I tend to use a lot, which is like, oh, I did it in 40 days. Let me make that a stake that really isn't a stake, you know, like when it happened, but when you're that. watching it, it's like, oh, okay, is this gonna, is he gonna be able to do this? Like, or how did he do it in this many days? Like, I just want to know, yeah, like all of a sudden like, there's a countdown timer and different, right. like the launch is coming and it's yes. just like, oh, are we going to make it? And then, but on the other end, it was like, I don't know, we'll launch when we're done. Right. I, right. I've joked before that, like, I feel like uh, Shane Dawson is very good on YouTube at getting me to care about things that I have not previously known about or cared about. Dude, I, yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. I will watch, I, I'm not, all right, can I just admit it? Can this be a safe place? I didn't, I don't know a lot about Shane Dawson but I know that he made me care about Jeffree Star and I watched probably five hours of videos about Jeffree Star. And then I watched the whole like Jake Paul series. I and too. I was just like, I don't care about these people. I, I, I actually don't think I like them, I don't but I'm either, so yeah. captivated. By, and then my, my broken marketing brain is like, what is keeping me into this? Why do I, why drama. the next one comes out tomorrow? Like, I need to set a reminder. I want to watch it's, like, it's, it's just, it, it's drama. They created, it's, it is drama. YouTube drama gets, views 
And so it's a really easy, captivating thing to watch. And then I don't necessarily think they do a great, like a great job at editing or really trying to build a story. It just mm -hmm. is one. And so it's very easy yeah. to kind of like just, again, get it, get it down and build the story in post. I think like, you know, somebody like yeah. Casey Neistat gets a lot of credit for, for storytelling. And I am, he's one of those people I'm very critical of. I'm like, in what way is this a story? It's just like, there's no reason to continue watching. Like he, he might just have a montage of him riding a bike. And then the next thing he's talking about, like social media and it's just a talking head now. And I'm like, well, that's not really a story. So I, I don't, you know, yeah. it's like, and I, not to say that he hasn't done those things. He absolutely has, but yeah. But I, I think I, for SEO, the story of it, and that's the thing that gets missed yeah. is like taking that journalistic mindset of like, all right, I'm writing about this, but what's the story? What are the stakes? Like what, who are the players? Like, and you have to be careful too. Cause you look at something like this and you say like, Oh, does the headline and or page avoid being exaggerating and shocking and you know, you're not, you're, you know, that's that clickbait thing. And it's like, yeah, you can still kind of do that. You just don't want to manipulate people into thinking it's like amazing. And then you get there and it's not because then, then you have that pogo sticking effect where they, they bounce back to Google and Google's tracking all that with Chrome, right? That's, you know, you're using Chrome and they're, they know what you're clicking and they know when you go hit the back button. Right. So I think too, like when you look at this list, for example, Again, I think this list is vague. You know what I mean? It's like, it's it's this whole idea that like, it's taste, right? It's taste. It's mm -hmm. like it's like taste and robots. I, I don't know if that's a, a, a an analogy. It's, a brand. it's own brand now. Something where it's like you have to be a human being with good taste that can put things out there. That's great. But you also have to make sure that the robots understand what you're saying too. Like you can't just be goofy and like I can't like if I Money Lab doesn't rank for everything because like sometimes it's a little too goofy, it's a little too weird, it's a little too art driven. You know, not everything on Money Lab, but like I, I I will sometimes like push something and then you know make it more of an art piece rather than like an SEO piece. But I believe, and I think this is part of what I want to do in 2021 is look at the stuff I've already created that doesn't rank and basically mm -hmm. just revisit it with the, in like with, with better keyword research and better editing and kind of going like, I'm going to shape this for the search engines, you know, while not yeah. losing its inherent like human value of, of entertaining them. So it's like, that's what that podcast marketing, I mean, that, that was never something that ranked, but it was, I went to it as an experiment for myself to be like, okay, I'm going to pick a keyword and I'm going to like massage this post that exists because it's already great. And I've heard people tell me like, this is the best post on podcast marketing because it's tell it's everything they don't tell you about podcast yeah. marketing. Right. And so like, I, I just massaged it and now it ranks. It's like, okay, it doesn't have to be this like generic, you know, listicle thing, even though that is a listicle in a way, it's really just like, it's much more than that. And I think, uh, again, it's something it's be really tough to teach, but I think going to this and reading this piece is probably somewhat helpful. Although you could probably get a little bit detracted. Like I didn't know about this stuff, like this EAT business. I mean, I did know about it. Right. But I didn't know that that Google came up with this. I just thought this was a generic, like we're, we're, we're like, promoting other people's shit on a 
but yeah, like yeah. This the way I, they do it in like bios and the way they do it with internal links and links out to other profile, like, you know, like let's create a web of authority that shows you are really an authority on this. Right. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, but like, I didn't know, I didn't know about this kind of, uh huh. you know, like that was a thing that Google was like paying attention to. And it's, and especially the one that really shocked me when miles was talking about the, your money, your life thing. And I'm like, what? That's a book. Why is that? Having, why, yeah. do you, why do you keep mentioning this thing? And I'm like, Oh wait, Google's actually just like paying attention to this category. This is a category. Oh yeah. And, and that was new to me. It makes sense now that I understand it. Right. Where it's, it's, you don't want people. And so to kind of like, I guess to 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 spell it out there, like EAT stands for what? Expertise, authority, and trust. Trust. Yep. Okay. So how do you how do you showcase expertise? So I think expertise is in the like what you're actually writing, right? Um, and then also, I don't. All those words mean the same thing to me, right? So That's I, how they mean. I them. Yeah, same. But when I think about it, is like the expertise is like what? Like it's maybe three parts. I I don't know what what applies to which letter, but like does the rest of the internet say I'm an authority on this? Do they link to me? Do I have authors? So I saw a big change when I Googled Brendan Hufford. It used to be uh, for a long time before this, the things that would come up after my name were uh, podcast interviews that I had done, right? And then what changed almost overnight was it was my author bio on Growth Lab, my author bio on Fizzle, my author bio on Search Engine Watch. Like, it changed and I'm like, okay, the like for my name, author bios are ranking for my name. That tells me these author bios are very important to Google when it comes to my authority, hmm. right? So things like that can play into it. I, I think another part of it is, you know, you had talked about, or, you know, if we look at one of your brands, like, you know, Swim University, big present on, presence on Pinterest, big presence on, uh, on uh, you had like a podcast for a while, you have a YouTube channel. All of those things show authority from other types of properties that show Google like this is not just like an isolated website and doesn't exist anywhere else. Um, oh, and then okay. I think some of it does that make sense? Do you it know does, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I never really does kind it of... have social media. Like you have this thing, right. like, but it, there's no social media profiles. You don't post on those. They're never updated, and all these other things. Like I'm not saying you have to do every. I don't want to give people an overwhelming feeling of like, well. Pff, screw it. Like SEO is everything. So I got to do everything. Yeah. You don't. Yeah. But, but and if that you're was wondering the Pat like, Flynn model for a while, right. Be everywhere. Yeah. Which is, I mean, like we're not, you know, Pat's got a whole team now and yeah. you know, we're not, we're not Gary Vaynerchuk. We don't have 27 person personal brand teams. Right. Right. That stuff's hard. So I think that's a really, that's a big piece of this mm -hmm. um, with EAT is just that like, and I saw again, like the, the bylines became more authoritative. Um, right. You know, maybe we should let Dr. Jill Biden use the word doctor in her name. Um, sorry. I mean, I yeah, take, I heard, I heard about I take her an event. Like, but that yeah. shows authority, right? Like don't strip, don't strip those things out. Don't strip out like who you are and make sure like you are expressing that authority when you talk about those things. But I think again, like when it comes down to expertise, it, humans and Google can tell like your audience can tell if you're full of crap. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I think Google can too. Um, yeah, I I've actually, this is something that, um, I, 
I, again, not knowing the not knowing that this like acronym existed, I did hear like some things about, you know, oh, you know, like when when I think in 2018 when the medic update happened and like the financial sites got hit because you know uh, when I was with Andrew, it was like a mm-hmm. lot of like Listen Money Matters was definitely a part of that, right? And we talked about that yep. on the podcast. And one of the remedies that he came up with was like, I need to start like being an authority. Like I need to put it out there that like, I know what I'm talking about. I run a site that knows what it's talking about. Like we have a podcast, like we're this thing, but I think he did a a bad job. And I I agree that I did the same thing, which was like, I wasn't putting myself out there as like an authority on pools or an authority in homebrewing or an authority in like whatever. I just wasn't, I mean, even though I know I am, I wasn't like putting it out there for the robots, you know, and and then I guess at the same time, like you could be reading a post on some university and going like, well, who's who's writing this? No one cares that I'm writing it. Like I, I you mm-hmm. know, with homebrewing, it is a little different. Like when I see a, a very successful homebrewer, there are there are like, you know, there are people out there who I trust. And so when I see that yeah. they write an article, I'm like, I'm in. I'm 100 percent sold. But I don't think that that's the same, that's definitely not the same for swimming pools. Right. But it's, it might be the same sure. for whatever. So like, I think the same thing with financial stuff and the whole, your money, your life thing, anything that this is what I learned today, which is like, it's, it's health, wealth and happiness. Right. So like anything that's sort of like you write to, to affect someone's actual well being, you're at risk of Google, like treating your industry as like, I don't know about this because like you better, you better bring the authority. You better bring the E because if you don't, <laughs> you're in trouble, right? Cause it's like, if like you can't sit there and tell people to take, yeah, the, the, the silly, uh, you know, turmeric pills and tell them that like they're, you know, I don't know. Penis is going to be bigger. I don't know what, I don't know what turmeric does. I don't know what turmeric does. I eat a it lot of it. your joints. I took it a lot when I was uh, joint, doing a lot of jujitsu and my body was a mess and it, it actually, it helped better than, uh, like other joint related, like all the joints. But stuff that's they your sell anecdotal like, experience, right? So it's like you, you can, well, so you're at risk. If you would ever write that article, if I wrote that, it would be my anecdotal experience. However, that is a, in this specific case, that is a true thing that like a lot of the joint stuff they sell at Target and whatever else doesn't actually do anything in studies. Yeah. Things like turmeric and curcumin do like anyways. Yeah. I so, mean, side, side tangent, but I'm not an authority enough to say that outside of like I could be a blurb in an article written by somebody. Right. Wh- who is an authority. Right. Well, that's the thing, and too. Like I, I when I there was an article I wrote a long time ago, it no longer exists, but like it was about. I wanted I wanted to write an article on some university called the hot tub hangover cure. Like that was the that was the title. It felt sensational. Mm. Um, and I don't know anything about it. So I actually reached out to doctors and there was one guy in Vegas and he and he had a uh, he was the hangover doctor. And, you know, he had he has a bus called hangover heaven that drives around and like hooks people up to uh you know, IVs like saline IVs and uh-huh. gives you B12 shots. And I actually interviewed him like on the phone and picked his brain. He was like, there's no way a hot tub is going to help you with your hangover. Like, let me just put that out there right now. I'm like, oh. so it's going to be a terrible article title. I can't use it, but I found mm-hmm. a lot of interesting stuff out about hangovers and I did write something about it. 
And I just kept saying, he said this, he said that he's this guy. Here's his, here's like, here's how I found him. Here's what he runs. Here's his qualifications. Mm -hmm. And like, I think if that article still existed today, I think it would remain safe because it was, it does like within the article itself talks about like a study or a, you know, a, an authority and it's not the writer because you can not every journalist is an expert on everything. Like they have to go out and they're they're telling a story on a thing. Yeah. And they got to do their research. And it's not but you'd just, link to his article. You'd link to his website. You'd link to yep. the study. You and Google would see that and be like, oh yeah, these are good resources. That, and that's another big part of Eat. Is like, you know, for a long time the the SEO advice was so trashy. It was like make sure you link out to authority sites. So what people would do is really lazy. They would Google their topic look at the top couple and then link to those, Yeah, which is dumb. You're literally giving a link to the people you want to compete with. That's yeah. silly, Yeah, but they do that. And that's how a lot of those like sites have created this flywheel of like, you know, especially in business writing where like I see, and like I had to, I had to teach my teams like stop linking to Neil Patel. Stop it. Yeah. Like these aren't good. Well, it ranks well. Okay, this is literally you do SEO for a living, and that's the rational. You're linking to it because it ranks well, not because it's actually what, what, good. Wait, what, um, let's let's create some little SEO drama here. Yeah, like it's it's, it's what's going to sell this show. It's what's going to get people hot to trot. <laughs> it's what's going to get the Just clicks. SEO drama every week. Let's, let's, comes let's, let's get the thumbs up going. Right, like hit that like button, subscribe, smash what, it. What's smash wrong with like Neil button. Patel? Well, I think so. I think uh. Um, many things uh one of, one of which is that by ranking well people think this much like that's the authority, the authority of Google right. that it wields mm -hmm. it must be good because it's ranking well yeah we who know seo know that is a hundred percent not true that is not how things rank well it is not because they are the most helpful most best reader friend like it's not like that's just not true however um the problem is people link to it because they're like, that must be the best resource for me to link to just because it's already ranking well. Right. If I'm writing a thing about SEO, like how to get more backlinks, and I want to mention on-page SEO, so I Google on-page SEO, Neil Patel ranks first, all right, I'll link to him where I'm talking about on-page SEO. Well, you didn't read it. <laughs> right. It's not a good resource. Yeah. If you actually read it in two seconds, you'd be like, Oh, this is really bad. This is this actually makes on-page SEO more confusing, mm -hmm. more difficult. Probably so you'll hire him or buy a course or something. Sure. Um, and like that, so that type of thing, it creates that flywheel where the things that rank well get the most, like have the most link velocity because people just keep linking to them because writers are lazy. Whereas the article you're writing, you're not going to link to whatever just just comes up first the hangover doctor might come up really highly mm -hmm. but you're going to link to the study that you you might have had to dig to find right yeah, you might have had to, a little bit yeah you do you can't just be like well i link to the top four things on all these different things yeah so that'll I mean, make my article rank better that's that's it's really the bottom line too is like is is you got to be a journalist you know what i mean you're gonna you have if you're gonna put stuff out there like you're gonna have to do your research and and base it on like either your own expertise or someone else's expertise right and and figure out how to, you know, qualify them as an expert figure, you know, it's, it's, it's not easy. And it also requires no. a little bit of taste too, where you're like, or like it requires kind of a bullshit meter where you're reading something like you're reading Neil Patel's thing, or you're reading somebody else's thing. And you're like, uh, I don't fucking agree with that because I have 
all this other research that I've been doing. And my one of my examples is Brian Dean. He put out a video that was like all about page yeah. speed, about how it's like not going to start. Yeah, he, it was all about like how page speed. Don't worry about it. It's not. A, it doesn't affect SEO. And I'm like, what? And his 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 experiment that he did on the video, I was like shocked by how like wrong it was. And I I just had this meter because I'm like, of course I have a page speed course. You know, like of course I have a thing to sell. Page speed is there's no question. It's, forget all of the SEO benefits. Forget it. You want the the page to load fast from a user experience. There's never a time where that is incorrect. Right. So truth be to, so my screen froze for a couple seconds, so I missed part of that. But I would be what I was saying is like let's if we if you want to get like the Neil Patel hot takes, I'm I'm here for him. Brian Dean's a whole nother beast. Like that his stuff, his like article on he has an article on learn SEO fast. Mm. Matt, it's an article with 312 links out to other articles. Why? Because he wanted people to share it. He wanted people to link back to him. So is he that, linked is that to that part everybody. of like the influ inside you know, secret influencer hundred link. Hundred, I mean, it's part of it, but like, does this help anybody learn SEO faster here? Open 300 new tabs. Yeah. No, but if I make it overwhelming, you opt in for the checklist. And then when I get you on the checklist, I can use the same launch emails that I've used the last four years that only change like his, I guarantee his launch email whenever he launches again, will be like, he literally just changes the word of the latest Google update and puts right. it in there. And yeah. everybody else got hit, but I didn't. Yeah. Bro, you've said this the same email three years in a row. Come on. So anyways, right. those that type of stuff. And yeah, I mean, same example. When it's just like, I don't, I don't know. And again, like, why is Brian ranking well? Well, he ran Neil Patel's Quick Sprout courses for years and worked for Neil. So why not just copy the exact same model? Or no one wants to go after him. It's, it feels like such an impossible task because, you know, like when he writes stuff, I know I actually had a friend who reached out to me and, and was asking about SEO stuff. And he, you mm -hmm. know, he was like, you know, what I learned is I have to write the biggest, massivest, you know, all inclusive book on the subject. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> no, uh, I've not, I've been doing this for 15 years. I've never wrote a book. Um, yeah. so yeah, I, I'm just kind of like, I, I, and I had like so many, I had so many more uh, examples that were outside of the just SEO industry, 100%. right? It's like, so, and, and, and. But I mean, how, how much can you, so again, like, let's look at expertise and authority. Yeah. If your only business that you've ever had success with is the one where you teach how to be successful with a business based on your business success, teaching the success of businesses to. Yeah people who want to buy business success. I don't know how much you have that much authority, but like it, it's one of those things where we can nitpick. I can be irritated that Neil Patel lies about how much money he makes. And he says his agency adds $2 million revenue after churn every month. Well, that was that that's impossible. You'd be a billionaire right now, Neil. Like that's, that can't be true. I can do math. Mm. Not very well, but I can do it. I have um, a calculator on my phone. Right. But when you tell Andrew Warner that on Mixergy, I'm going to I'm going to look it up real quick and be like, "All right, so end of year, end of 2 years, Neil's making 24 million a month. And at the end of 3 years, he's making 36 million a month. And then let's add up all the previous months. All right, Neil's a, Neil should be a billionaire. Why isn't he a billionaire? Shouldn't, isn't he? No. I, I don't know. So anyways, is Donald Trump a billionaire? <laughs> 
fair. Right? It's like fair. Come on. Um, the, the, the game is but lying. again, like, well, I think we saw what happened when like your uh, expertise, authority, and trust goes through goes down the toilet. That's true. Um, maybe. So and, yeah. So yeah. Sorry, sorry. I I've spiraled us way that's, out of control. No, that's fair. Look, what I want to do is I want to uh, I want to quickly talk about um, some of the things that I've done on my sites just yep. to just to kind of um, give some context on I think everything in here uh yep i don't know like i this is tip time i, I should make a whole like little uh, uh graphic like tip time spend, spend another spend another day making this is now you writing this writing on something else my plan for this show is to have so many different little segments and all these little different segment pieces that that's most of what i do is just create these little segment animations you know like i'm here uh, for it. Let's, like this one let's dive into tips I'm, okay. I'm excited for this. Um, yeah, let's dive into these. I got to run here in a little bit. Uh, okay, so I just want to, I'll quickly go over it. But uh, one, just on some university in general, there's a few things that I updated that I want to just bring some light to. One, this page is ridiculously fast. I literally just checked it before we jumped on. And of course, I, it's not this. Where is it? Back here. Yeah. That was what I got on this one. This is a a page that I just updated um, yesterday and added a video to it. And it's got a bunch of images. It's relatively long. Yeah. Super friggin' fast. Like half a second to load. Um, mm. That was just, that's all page speed for bloggers. If you want that course on how to do exactly that, that's that. That's my pitch. Um, but one of the things that I did here was I added my face. I added my name, I added the updated date here at the bottom, and I created breadcrumbs. So this was mm -hmm. something that uh, I used to just have, you would go to pool care, or you'd go to hot tub care, and you could just see all the different links, right? Mm -hmm. But now I've created, all of these now are their own thing, and their own sub pages of hot tub care. And so this, I feel, makes it a little bit more granular if you're, you know, coming to this site and you're like, oh, I'm reading this article, blah, blah, blah. Oh, this is under hot tub troubleshooting. What else do you have? Okay, a bunch of this stuff. And it was just more of like a interconnected web sort of like thing. It was, yeah. just, it was just like a coding thing. It wasn't even, you know, I just wanted like to try to. It's just, site it's just having really good site architecture. Exactly. Right. Where nothing is abandoned or like buried in the site. Like everything on your site is very close to the home page. Yep. Ex exactly. The other thing was, you know, I added the this, the author box at the bottom, which is a real mm -hmm. thing about me. Um, that was, I just added it. You know, the speed was important, the dates, the better site structure with the breadcrumbs. Uh, you may notice, I'd have to go and find uh, one that I recently did. So if we go to a pool care article about how to raise your alkalinity with baking soda, I created these little boxes here. And I don't know if I used like a special. As you're looking that up, can I can I make a point? Yeah. Like, you have built such a moat around the content, the way mm -hmm. you do it, where to if I let's say I was an affiliate, like you you say how much money you make from yeah. this website. If I was an affiliate marketer, I'd be like, Matt makes how much from from swimming pools? Mm -hmm. I'm gonna get in on that. Right. And you would think, you would think, well, all right, so Matt makes that much a year. Yeah. Let's say I, I forget how much it was, but it's it's uh it's more money than I make overall in a year. Respect. 
Um, and it, you could, you could math that out. All right, how much is it going to cost to spin up all these articles? And this is the way a lot of affiliate marketers do it. Mm -hmm. They're like, how much do the articles cost? Cool. 400 articles are this much. All right, how much do I want to invest in links? It'll pay me back within six to 12 months. Great. Let's spin the site up. I can't spin this up. Like you can't, you will still have a better, they could put all the, like they could look at it and be like, all right, if Matt's making that much. I can make that much. We'll invest that and we'll make something, blah, yeah. blah, blah. <laughs> This is not a thing you put there, together. Easily. Yeah, but there are people doing it. And I, and I, and I know like, mm -hmm. so I have, I have friends who have competing websites, you know, like with me and yep. we, and like, I was actually just communicating with somebody who was telling me like, Hey, there's this other person out there that's like spitting up this website. And like, they have like 200 articles already, like, which is more than swim university, by the way. And yep. they're, they're like, Oh no. And I'm like, man, I was like, chill. I've been doing this for so long. Like, they come and go. They just come yeah. and go. You know, like I will always be here. I will always yep. be in your heart and your mind. And and like, but look at that article. It's got a YouTube video embedded. Yeah. It's on brand. There's an mm -hmm. infographic. There's all these different things. Like, it it is very hard to put that together and coordinate all that if you're just having a bunch of people spin it up for a dollar twenty two an hour. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps. So I mean, and yeah. I think that's. Go ahead. No, I mean, I agree with you. I mean, but it, there are people trying, I mean, and they will. And oh, yeah. they may. And the thing is, it's like sometimes they'll outrank me for a summer and then they're gone. And the next summer, there'll be somebody else. And, you know, it's like, but I'm always still here and I'm always still putting out content and I'm always still trying to improve the things that I already have. So, like, the one thing that they yep. never do, I think, is they never go back and look at their core set of articles and decide this needs to be improved. Like this is no longer, uh, you know, this is maybe out of, out of, what do I want to say? Like outdated, you know, this mm -hmm. may not apply anymore. This, you know, this, uh, this review of these 10 best, whatever products, this one doesn't even exist anymore. Like number nine doesn't even, it's not even on the market anymore. And it's like every year we just go back and we look at this site as an encyclopedia, a reference book, but that's, that's yeah. basically the real quick, like overview of what i've done seo wise and technical but i i know you have to jump and you're feel, feel free to just jump um you don't this is a show where you come and go baby doesn't matter anybody can jump on but i want to get to a q a section i had designed this little graphic i have this little fake <laughs> question up here I did the graphic we got to do it <laughs> yeah so um everyone has questions and there's one i really want to go over and it's this one um, mm. mm -hmm. how do you, how do you, how do you do that? I, I I'll, I'll say that like back in the day I used to go as Matthew Steven on swim university. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, no, that's not my name. Yeah. So in my experience, like it can still do well, especially if you're writing about something that maybe you have authority on and the way you write about it is clearly an authoritative place. Uh, like maybe you're talking about how to take like a, you have a website all about like becoming a, a certain profession, mm -hmm. but dude, for whatever reason, maybe you're an attorney, you're a doctor, you're something, you don't, you're a nurse. You don't want to put your name on it because yeah. there's, there could be heat. Um, you might right. lose your position at whatever. What I don't know. Me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, 
and and when you've invested, you've gone to medical school and all these other things for whatever, I'm trying to like create a, a story, but like my sure. point is there are a lot of reasons people for, for genuine reasons will use pen names and that's fine. I think that there's a, you know, JK Rowling used a pen name to create, to write books and things yeah. like that. Right. Chris uh, Gaines. Are you, hmm? Chris Gaines. And like, the, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I, uh, I think who wasn't it? Isn't he like Garth a country Brooks. singer? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, and like, so there's a lot of reasons. I don't want you to think, like, I, I want to take that away just in case people are like, hey, pen names are bad and spammy. They're not. I know a lot of people who do use pen names and create websites under those pen names. Yeah. Um, you have to commit to building the authority of that pen name then, right? Like whether that looks like guest posting or something, like you can't go on a podcast and you can't necessarily do YouTube, but you're welcome to do a pen name and then build the authority of that brand through right. other means. Um, but I, I don't, I think as long as you are not, and this is like, I can only say for my morals, I don't want to project morals onto other people. If you're in that gray area, and I'm not talking about like imposter syndrome where you think you're oh, I'm not actually an authority on this because I feel that every day. Yeah. Um, but like, if you're actually not an authority on it and you're literally just rewriting the top ranking articles in your own words and you're using a pen name like i'm not going to say that's okay right because that could hurt people mm -hmm. right it could make them lose the worst thing and this is why i harp on uh like a brian dean or a neil patel they cost people time and right. they cost people energy and when i see people following their advice who have are taking time away from their children and taking time away mm. from other things that would make them much happier because they're hoping to follow this advice and build a business, et cetera. Be a billionaire. That, bo that bothers me. It really bothers me that like, oh, kids are losing time with their parents because this crap advice. So I take that very personally. Mm. Uh, probably shouldn't, but I do. So I don't know. I don't. I don't see anything wrong with pen names as long as you you're doing all the things that we've talked about today. Uh, I. So uh, yeah, I totally agree because I would have just made Matthew Stevens my actual name, like my stage name. But then, but that's still me. Like if you don't want to be on your, yeah. like if you don't want your name out there, or you don't want your face out there. Like, you know, don't just don't and that, just don't just be genuine about that thought. You know, like just just call it out as it is. Like I I don't you know, and I I'm I'm gonna assume, I'm assuming there's people like I mean like there's people like who are doing characters, like you know I know streamers like uh. Who's that Dr. Demento or Dr. No, I was just the guy with the right. mustache and the glasses. Yeah. yeah. It's not Dr. Demento. I believe that's where Yankovic. But uh, yeah. So it's like this. Yeah. This whole idea that like you can be out there and you can keep your like private life hidden and still have, you know, a website. So Guido yeah, asked. Like, what's oh, his name? No, Mark. No, but like Mark full something or is like Mark Applier, right? Like it's a. He's playing a character on his YouTube channel where he's this like caricature of himself. Right. Um, right. And things like that, I think, I think are absolutely fine. But again, like if you're using like, and I think for SEO, sometimes it can be smart to use a pen name. Like, do I want Google thinking that I'm an expert in photography, but also SEO, but also boats, but also camping. Google will be like, wait, what is Brendan Hufford? Is he an authority in all these things? And maybe they all don't do as well yeah versus if i could focus it around a persona or maybe just the brand maybe i don't have to put my face on it i don't know right yeah um so pen names doable 
Yeah, doable. Just do it right. Okay. So when does content get its own page? Discuss search intent versus cannibalization versus FAQ schema versus content length versus passage indexing. He's finding it hard to decide where to cut the cake. Great. This is a great. This is a great question. I don't. We would need another hour. This is please discuss twenty things. So, when does content get its own page? So, uh, I think. So when I look at let's I, we use such terrible terms we use terms like cannibalization and orphaning and like just words that i don't love um they just are very like not yeah. palatable right however um so let's talk about search intent so search intent uh is my first hot take this yeah. is something i've put my flag in the ground on we talk about search intent in terms of being informational, navigational, commercial, et cetera. That's cool. That comes from a 2007 blog post from Rand Fishkin. SEO has changed since 2007 enough that, it, especially because we're talking about SEO, how does that it, search intent, okay, this is informational intent. How does that help you know what to write? It doesn't. So when I think about search intent, I think about oh, like levels of awareness comes from like Eugene Schwartz breakthrough advertising. Mm -hmm. It's right, it literally- it You have one of those? Right here, I How bought much? the $100 book. I figure it's cheaper than a course. That's It's true. way cheaper. Than, I paid a lot more for online courses that are trash. Mm. So uh, it was worth getting. Just, you gotta do like it's click funnels and unsubscribe from the emails right away. Um, another shot and like it. you know what I get the get the free book plus shipping unsubscribe yeah but like the so when I think about search intent I think about levels of awareness um I have a good YouTube video on search intent uh that you can I mean just go on YouTube you'll see my big stupid face um wearing tank top talking about search intent but it's definitely it's levels like are they problem aware they're googling their problems are they solution aware where they're, they're googling things where it shows they know kind of what kind of solution would solve their problem are yeah. they product aware where i know your your solution not just the solution but your product is what i want right and then address those but at the top level this is the problem like a lot of times people are problem aware and literally what eugene says he's like if it's problem aware just empathize with them do nothing else tell stories, maybe do how to, but just deeply empathize and then push them somewhere, push them to the next thing that is so at a solution awareness level. They don't need yeah. to opt in for your email address, you know, the email list or get a checklist or anything. You're trying to close too early. So right. I think about search intent that way. In terms of cannibalization, I literally just look up, I, I Google the keywords and I put them, I put two tabs next to each other. If the two keywords are mostly the same things, maybe just in a different order, but it's the same search results, I know that's the same intent according to Google. So I don't make a new page for that, right? I know it's going to be the same thing. And, you know, maybe I focus on the one with more volume or maybe the one with less volume because I'd rather rank for that because it feels like the intent is a little higher, right? Yeah. So things like that. FAQ schema, I don't spend a lot of time on that seem like I would rather spend time on the actual article than yeah. on schema. Or just general format. Yeah. Yeah. At scale, like if you're uh, you know, somewhere like g2.com or something like that, by all means put the FAQ schema on there, right? Yeah. Your whole thing is to help people buy software, put it on there. Um, my day job, we're talking about doing that too. Like it's fine. Mm -hmm. Um Passage content length. This the last one I want to talk about. Passage indexing. I feel like is like the new hot thing. Yeah. In SEO, 
we're all the people who clearly don't have enough going on in their life. Like, I'm so aggressive. I just, <laughs> I love it. Now we're like, 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 is it the show? It's just, you don't have enough time in your life. You just are making up things to debate and talk about based on John Mueller's tweet from two weeks ago. Like who cares right. about passage indexing until we're seeing it across everything. And it's like, Oh, like oh, these, these everything things come is and go, right. They like, they're, they're just, they're tested for like a couple of months and then they're gone. Spend time making yourself better. We know core web vitals is coming. Well, let's talk Man, about that for a second. Cause that's, that's what Vicky he, she wants to <laughs> look at that. I promise I couldn't see it. Nope. See, this is like, I, what is this? Yeah. Like in a nutshell. And by the way, how are you on time? Uh, can we do, can we do this question and maybe one more? Yes. All right. Uh, core web vitals. The way I think about it is how fast does something start? Just again, trying to break it down using my teacher brain. How fast does something start loading? How long does it take until it's done loading? And then as it's loading, are the elements visually shifting around that could cause somebody to maybe click a button they didn't want to click, right? Like all new They're trying to click a me. link. It's like so annoying because the ads are moving 100%. and changing and I'm like, ugh. Yeah. You know what used to do this? Actually, the Zoom login. Uh, they changed the interface. I would go to log into Zoom and I would click login with Google. And as you click that, a login with SSO would appear and bump it down. Mm. And I would accidentally click that. And then I'd, I'd get really mad, hit back, and then try to click it fast before it loaded again and end up clicking it again. But that's what I'm talking about. We're like something, maybe you have like a countdown timer that pops up and it bumps it down just a little bit so that now you're clicking the countdown. Like, yeah, things the, like the that. Those welcome bad. mats, right? Those welcome mats that are super mm -hmm. annoying. The full the full page. You've been here for 0.8 seconds. Want to opt in? No, no. Who? I mean, are, no. Obviously, I can go on forever about just that alone because I have. You know, if you go to moneylab.co/email, that, so that's the bit, right? So, for me, that has been, I think, the biggest game changer for me. I only care about user experience, and mm -hmm. everyone in my audience is like. I can't wait until Matt does and works with like ads, you know, like, you know, signs up for Izelwick or something like that. And I'm like, I'm, I promise you, you will never see it happen for the, for the sheer single reason of user experience. I don't like ads. I pay for YouTube premium because I don't want ads. I pay for Hulu extra. Cause I don't want ads. I have Netflix and HBO and all that stuff. Like I am, I, I listen to NPR on the radio and podcasts mm -hmm. and, I'm, and on podcasts is the one place and, and on YouTube, especially when they have them baked in. Like I got on YouTube, I got the double tap forward yep. and on, and on podcast, I got the 15 second, 30 second forward button. I'm yeah. like, quick you, and to I, draw. you and I both skipped the first seven minutes of Tim Ferriss's podcast and Joe Rogan. I don't even listen to it, but <laughs> yes, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It's, but you know it's, what I mean? Like, I don't even, I just go seven minutes in and I'm like, yeah, I don't, I'm not listening to this. Yeah. I, for I sure. think like, I know pop-ups work, but I will yeah. I will argue with somebody that says like, you know, like you get a lot of email addresses. I would argue how good those email addresses actually are, even if you're offering something for free, because they're mm -hmm. so quick to just give you your email address. They probably don't care about their email. And so it's like, oh. you know, like I am so protective of email. Like I get five emails a day, which people, that's, a, that's how, how is that even possible? It's like, I am a ruthless unsubscriber marking a spam and I don't sign up for shit unless it is 
amazing. You know, I hate even like creating a new login for things. I'm like, no, I'd, I'll find something else to use. If you're making me log into your yep. thing just to use something, like I, I'll find something else. So like, I don't, you know, I, it, it was hard to get rid of pop-ups on Swim University because it's like, it did get a lot of email addresses, but they just weren't opening emails. And so I was like, and and then now, now they're all double opt-in. That was another thing. I, I switched to double opt-in because... I'm like, I really need you to open these emails. Like, there's just no point mm. of me paying for you to be on my list only to delete you 30 days later because you're not opening any emails. Like, it's just more work yeah. for me or the an automation I have to set up that I don't want to set up. And to like that to me is like the user experience is absolutely everything. Just just if you can create like again, like you go on Money Lab, you're like, it loads fast, there's no distractions, there's not even like images like i i am so i i argue this all the time like it's so easy to add visual elements to a website because it's like i just want it to look better and you go mm -hmm. on like a stock photo website and you'll get Ugh. the photo and i'm like but you just wasted this much of i have to scroll through that why yep. it's a picture of a piggy bank i don't need that it's not telling me anything i don't know so it's like i like for me, visual elements are, they better, they better serve a purpose, you know, either mm -hmm. they're funny or they're like telling a joke, which I'm okay with. Um, you know, they're providing entertainment value, but if you're just doing it to add an element of like visualization, then, you know, it's like, if you, if you, my, like my websites are just a list of links, really, you know, it's like I barely have, you know, visual elements. And if I do, put a lot of effort into those visual elements to make them weird or make them like interesting or funny or or whatever so like yeah but they also have to come in they have to come in quick like back to core web vitals they have to be able to load quickly so that people can enjoy them or at least feel in my case feel as if they're loading quickly whether we're using like lazy loading or something yeah. else um so with core web vitals it has to start loading quickly a lot of that in my experience has been like your hosting and cdns and things like that like does mm -hmm. it start real quick and then it's all the things on the page um do they load in a way that makes sense are you only loading the things you really need uh if you need more only load the things you need i yeah. would argue a lot of times if you if you have to lazy load them or you have to like defer you might not need them but again like i know a lot i work with a lot of SaaS companies so they have yeah. like ten thousand scripts for this thing and that thing and whatever so I get it. Let's defer those. So they load later uh, only when they need, or only on the pages you need them. And then finally, like get it done, make it be done loading quickly. And that's, that's core web vitals. It's not anything that hasn't been true in the past. I think what we're going to see now though, for a long time, the, our, the pushback I got is, especially working with big companies is that takes dev resources and that's expensive. And if my show is already, faster than or my show my website is already yeah. faster than my competitors websites it doesn't matter that it's overall slow it's better than the, our competitors i would with core web vitals coming out somebody might be able to go from page two and get on page one just because it's fast because yep. google's got all that info and they're like let's give them a shot let's put them on the first page for a week and see what happens right let's see if they can get enough clicks and stay there and nobody's pogo sticking and yeah. People like that it loads fast. They're going to start flipping. I mean, that'll that, flip a lot of the stuff up. I think, I mean, I, I paid attention to that 
you know, earlier this year with page speed for bloggers. And mm -hmm. like when I was doing that course, I was making all my websites crazy fast. And I think like, yeah, that has absolutely like solidified my positions across every single thing. I've just watched everything go up and it's just been, and that, and then, and then Google comes out with this, you know, core updates or the core vital core vitals. Right. And it's like, no shit. <laughs> like, great. Yeah. Pretty obvious. It's, I mean, User we've experience. always known these things, but it was just, we play it in SEO. There's this kind of, maybe we can end with this, I guess, yeah. or maybe do one more question, but like no, let's, they, let's end with this. cool. Like we, we play this game in SEO of like, how much can I get away with? And you're that kid like playing with like, can I stay out for 10 more minutes? What if I stayed out for 20 minutes? My parents going to get mad. What if I just like stayed out until like 2 a.m.? Screw it. Right. Right. And you you stay out until 2 a.m. four weekends in a row. And then the fifth weekend, your parents catch you and they're pissed. And you're like, you knew. You knew what you were doing. <laughs> yeah. And you knew you yeah. just wanted to see how, if you could get away with doing the bare minimum right. versus doing what's best. And let's be honest, it's hard. But if you're going to have the audacity to say, I deserve to earn a living for myself and take care of my loved ones and my family based on my little keyboard and mouse fingers. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna have the audacity to say that and not do what I would argue way harder jobs in the world, um, and you want all the freedom this affords, you wanna have this lifestyle and all these things, by all means, you're gonna have to put in the work. It shouldn't be easy. The good thing is, and I think you've proven this thesis out, is that with SEO, if you do it right, it holds. Yeah. It's it's hard mountain to climb, but like once you're up there, you're up there. Yeah. You just got to do it right. Brendan, thank you, man. We thank did you it, for man. Coming on, you you did it. I'm sorry for taking up two hours of your of your life. Um, I, I didn't, will. See... I didn't think this was gonna be an hour. <laughs> no, I well, I'm sorry about that. I will see you Friday. <laughs> yeah, man. If people want to come uh, check out the SEO for the rest of us podcast. Uh, pretty soon we'll have an interview with you up on there. Um, yep. and yeah, we're going to be chatting. I don't know. I can check my calendar, but is it just yes, audio I'm, or is it video? Cause I know you No, man, we're doing video too. So I can make all those fun, uh, social media videos and stuff. Nice. Nice. Um, so SEO for the rest of us.org is your site. Mm -hmm. That's where you kind of primarily live now, right? Yep. Cool. Um, there it is. People can check it. I mean, you can Google SEO for the rest of us, Google Brendan Hufford. It's not because I'm good at SEO. I just have a very unique name. Uh, and I also, same with you, right? And SEO yeah, for the rest of us. You'll, you'll find years it. You, can spell. Find <laughs> you should. Yeah, I would love to see uh, your search console with like people, like mm. people coming plugging through to your like money lab and stuff or whatever. Yeah. All the misspellings. It'd mm. be a trip. That would be a trip. All right, that? man. We'll Thanks cool. for having me on. Uh, yeah. And I'll talk to you soon. Yeah. Yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you later. Thanks, everybody. Bye.